welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality with Sydney DeLorean. That's me. We're here to announce the uh, contenders for March Dadness. I'm recording this on Selection Sunday. We are live on Instagram. If you're listening on the audio feed on iTunes, tune in. Not Stitcher. Spotify. It is Wednesday. It's hump day. And then voting will start tomorrow, Thursday. I'm trying to follow the actual cycle of basketball. How fun. And um, I got to remember to breathe. I'm super nervous because I never do video. I record alone in my garage and I yell into the abyss and I feel a little more unencumbered than I do currently. Ralphie's left the room. We tried it once. I fucked up. Ralphie left the room and Frank is still here with me because he's my ride or die. Um, So I want to say that March Dadness is sponsored by Diet A&W because dicks don't burp on themselves. Now, A&W seems to have changed the name to A&W Zero Sugar, but I was born in 1984, so we're going to continue calling it Diet A&W. Like, legitimately, I can't breathe. I'm so nervous just because there's a camera here. It's so ridiculous. (sighs) Um, Okay. So I was trolling Hanes pretty hard for a granny panty sponsorship for March Dadness. I was posting a lot of pictures on Instagram of me in granny panties, and um, they didn't even view those. They didn't even view them. I've been shunned by Hanes, and therefore, um, having been unable to secure a sponsorship by Hanes, I am not wearing any underwear today. So uh, take that. Take that, Hanes. Um, whatever. They use sweatshop labor and they offered me a really shitty salary when I lived in New York. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Any other business up front? Um, we are voting on the dads as they are now, not how they were in their heyday. Um, so like we're not voting on Richard Gere as he was in Officer and a Gentleman or American Gigolo or pretty woman. Um, We're voting on him as he is now. And I shouldn't have even mentioned those movies because I'm not wearing underwear. And um, should I, were I to become wet, it's going to show because I'm on video. So maybe maybe I should have doubled down with a couple pairs of Hanes before doing this. Um, Let's see. Um, other rules of March Dadness. Previous dads are retired, so you're not going to see a John Hamm or an Idris Elba this year. And uh, I keep a Google Doc of daddies that are suggested to me. So I immediately, uh, if someone suggests a daddy, I add them to the list. Um, and that goes all year. I... Uh, <laughs> I, I got to deal with this nervousness, right? Because I look cute. Like, we're not we're not debating whether or not I look cute. I look cute. I just feel really, really weird. Um, also talking directly into a camera. I'm used to, like, being filmed on, like, hidden cameras and bathroom stalls or whatever. But uh, <laughs> um, so there are going to be 64 daddies in the brackets here. Um, but there are 110 names in my bucket of daddies, so not everyone's going to make it. You all know I'm hoping Alex Jones makes the cut, but we'll see because I'm drawing them at random. I don't want to have any will in this situation. In general, my picks are out pretty early in the competition. Um, your Paul Risers, <clears throat> your Sam Elliott's, 
God broke the mold with that man. Let's just, can we all agree on that? That God broke the mold with Sam Elliott. When we saw his pubes in Roadhouse, it took me a full two weeks to sexually recover from that level of stimulation. And honestly, I'm not sure that I'm fully recovered um, in the way that, you know, people who survive COVID have some lasting side effects. Each day, I live with the lasting effects of seeing Sam Elliott's pubic hair. And I don't let it stop me from living my life, but it does cause me to need to change my underpants from time to time. So <clears throat> I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to work on chilling the fuck out. Um, <clears throat> and if Zach is still watching this, I rescind my request for a divorce. I was just speaking out of anger and frustration. It's just that, like, I want to be Joe Rogan, and I want to have a Jamie. And so I would love this to be a live feed where, as we're drawing daddies, images of those daddies appear on the screen. But the thing is, like, I'm not Joe Rogan. I can't afford a home sauna. And Zach isn't Jamie. And that's just not the situation that we have. So <clears throat> I digress. I digress. All right, we're drawing daddies. And I'll try to make, I'll try to like get through this in a decent amount of time. My episodes are usually an hour, but for the people watching this, I know you don't want to watch this for an hour. Um, also, the sooner I finish this, the sooner I get to eat an entire pizza. And um, that's the level of excitement that I have on Sundays. So, daddy number one. They're on magnet strips, so they want to stick together, but I'm not going to let them. Daddy number one, Daniel Day-Lewis. I love that. And you know why I love that? Daniel Day-Lewis is a fucking piece. But also, when I saw Phantom Thread in the theater, I went to a midnight showing, and I was the only person in the theater with reclining chairs. And <clears throat> to this day, I firmly believe that I've been on a date with Daniel Day-Lewis. So if anybody asks, we went on one date, it was really touching, and we haven't spoken since, but I think about him often. All right, daddy number two, Jason Bateman. Okay, Jason Bateman. I know a lot of people like him. Um, he doesn't do much for me. I think he has a weak jawline. I, I think Zach might have a crush on him. I'll have to ask him later. Um, or he can say it in the comments that are too far away and I can't read them. <laughs> okay. Next daddy for March Dadness. Will Smith. Will Smith. Uh, well, technically an attractive man. Um, he's weird. I don't know what's going on with him and Jada. I'm burping. <laughs> it's all the diet A&W. Somebody get me a dick. I am burping. Um... Yeah, I don't, I'm, Will Smith does nothing for me. I think, I don't know, they're just weird. They're like, they claim to be Christian, but they're like covert Scientologists. I don't know what their fucking bag is. They're fucking weirdos. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll go on to the next one. Our next daddy. <laughs> I actually kind of love this one. John Lithgow. Okay, Will Smith or John Lithgow. I'm going Lithgow. He's a classically trained Shakespearean actor. And both of them are kind of creepy. Ever since Lithgow was on Dexter, it's like you can finally see what's wrong with him. He's got those tense teeth. 
Um, okay. I accidentally looked. Now I gotta stir more. And I hate the mic is picking up this like rumble. I don't know if that's exciting for the listeners or if they're like, can you can you quit having that rumble in our ears? Um, okay, next up, Eric Bana. Eric Bana, you might know him from Dirty John. He is, I guess, an attractive person. Uh, possibly too young for me. So I don't know. He's one of those like adult males with a child's look about them. Um, kind of like that karate kid guy, Ralph Macchio, who never went through puberty. I Googled to find out why, um, and no one had any answers, but he was like 28 when he made Karate Kid, and it's, it's a little sus. It's a little sus, as the kids say. Okay, next up, Bob Odenkirk. You know what? In the war of Banna versus Odenkirk, I'm going to go Odenkirk. Because I'm a real chuckle fucker, as they say, which is what um, they call comedian groupies, chuckle fuckers. So Odenkirk, his skin looks a little rough lately. I think he needs some lotion. But um, other than that, other than maybe needing to take like a collagen peptide supplement and some lotion, he's a piece. He's a piece. And he's funny. Um, And... um, Laughter makes me squirt. So next up, we have (laughs) Richard Dreyfuss. Um, I don't really need to wax poetic about Richard Dreyfuss because I spent like three years of my life dating someone who looks like a younger Richard Dreyfuss. And, um, you know, I I feel like in the same way that I've been on a date with Daniel Day-Lewis, I feel like I fucked Richard Dreyfuss. So... Someone isolate that clip, please, of just me saying I fucked Richard Dreyfus. Um, and it's one of those things like you can't you can't tell someone that they look like Richard Dreyfus because it's not really a compliment. But if you go back and you watch Jaws, young Richard Dreyfus was a piece. Um, and I, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And honestly, old Richard Dreyfus, I'd probably slip in my telephone number. Okay. Next up, we have Ted Danson. Um, there we go. There we go. In case you couldn't tell, I, this is a magnet board. <laughs> I made a magnet board to put these names on. And then at the end of all this, I will um, sell someone an autographed copy of this. And that'll be exciting for them and my bank account. Um, okay, Ted Danson is a fucking piece. He looks better now than he did on Cheers. White hair, glasses, tall, slender. Yes, we are all in for Ted Danson. And I think because I already had sex with Richard Dreyfus, I would have to go Danson in this bracket. I think Danson's going to sweep it. But who's to say? Who is to say? All right. Oh, God. This, like, hurts me. It hurts me to put this person on the board. But up next, we have Steven Tyler. And I don't like that, like at all. You know what he looks like? He looks like an Orange County housewife. He's just like aggressively thin. Like it's too thin. He's had work done. Men should never get, I'm not going to say never, but like when men get too tight of a facelift, it feminizes them. And then they look like middle-aged women rather than old men. And it's not a good look. Because, like, one of the defining features of a male face is that they have lower set brows and brow bones. And if you fucking pull that shit back, what do you get? You get a woman. We've all watched Drag, where, 
drag race. Like, we know what you do to feminize a male face. You fucking tape it back. Um, anyways, so Steven Tyler is apparently on the board, and we have to live with that. Um, okay. What do we have? Finally, finally, this person is not a middle-aged woman. We have Sean Connery. Does Sean Connery have an anger problem? He looks like a person who in real life would have an anger problem. I'm not certain about that, though. Um, okay, next up, I looked in the bucket. I gotta stir it more. I gotta stir it more. I swear to God, if Paul Reiser doesn't make it to the board this year, I'm fucking done. I'm not fucking done, but you know what I mean. Sam Neill. Sam Neill is an actor. You will, this is where I needed Jamie to put up images. You'll recognize him when you see him. He is a ruggedly handsome man. He was in The Piano, I believe, but also more recent movies. He currently owns a winery in, I want to say New Zealand. I don't know. He's out there making wine, raising sheep. Um, he is a handsome man and I think he's going to be a sleeper because people don't know him. They don't have like a positive, like they don't have an association with him. But when you look at him, you'll say, I would fuck that man. Um, which is for anyone tuning in, that is exactly the response I have when I see your fathers as I would fuck that man. So, all right, next up. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper, a very handsome man. Does he look like he's a member of the Illuminati? Possibly. Could he be an alien in human skin? I don't know. Can't speak to that. But people find him attractive. They like, they, they pick up what he puts down. Um, dude, <laughs> Instagram people can't hear this, but podcast people can hear how like I'm breathing all heavy. Like, Oh, I can't regulate my breath. There's a video camera on me. Um, and I think Frank is like just out of reach of the camera, which is unfortunate. But if he decides to get up, he'll come see you. He's in his busket right now. Ralphie's left the room. He's like over the whole situation. He's like licking the floor in the, in the kitchen trying to get some flavors, which is what he does because he's gross. Next up, Brian Cranston. We like Brian Cranston. He plays a good guy who keeps making bad decisions. He is handsome. He's got those little dimples. A little little more like uh, goyish than I usually go for, but hey, he is a good-looking man. Ooh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, shit. I dropped Jeff Bridges. All right, Jeff Bridges coming up next. I'm going to go Bridges over Cranston. Remember that movie that I think not a lot of people have seen? It's called, like, Lonely Heart? Braveheart? Not Braveheart. It's, like, something heart. And Jeff Bridges plays, like, an aging country music guy with an alcohol problem. And then he um, he loses his girlfriend's kid. He's dating Maggie Gyllenhaal, and he, like, loses her son. And he's like, Jimmy! And he's all drunk in a mall. Fucking hot. Fucking hot. I wish someone would lose my kid. And by that, I mean Ralphie. If somebody could please lose Ralphie for me, that would be great. Um, okay. Next up, we have Barack Obama. Well, here's the thing about B-Money. Uh, a lot of people deify him, and that's exciting. Um, my friend, may she rest in peace, uh, used to masturbate while watching his speeches. 
Um, and then I thought it was really funny when on the show, what's that show? Fleabag. There's a scene where she, the main character, is beating off while watching uh, Barack Obama's speech. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what my friend did. And now she is dead. I think she just, yeah, whatever. I think she died, too, while he was still president. It's like, yeah, if you, like, you know, saw him leave office and be replaced with Trump, maybe kill yourself then. But don't kill yourself while B-Money's still around. All right, next up, Bruce Campbell. Super excited. This is a new daddy this year. Bruce Campbell is a fucking piece. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? He's like a sleeper hit that I feel like straight guys know him because they like Evil Dead and... They did the like reboot show on stars that was really good. And um, he is still a fucking piece. How tall do you think he is? Like 6'6, six, six, right? He's tall, broad shoulders. Yeah. I'm going to choose Bruce Campbell over Barack Obama. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't deify politicians because if you reach success in that um, field of work, you have a lot of blood on your hands. And um, I think it's like, uh, well, it's misguided to deify politicians. I'm not going to fuck you just because you were the president. I might fuck you if you're the president and hot. Looking at you, Bill Clinton, we know how Monica Lewinsky did. Imagine being 22 years old and being like so in control of your sexuality that you have the nerve to flash your thong at the president of the United States. I can't. Go back and listen to our episode about Monica Lewinsky. It's from like two years ago. It's so good. I really admire her. Basically, like, as someone who has like not a lot of game, like no game, basically, I really admire the prowess of a woman who is able to aggressively pursue fucking the president of the United States. Um, I think it's an inspiration to us all. And now she does really good work in anti-bullying. Um, okay. Ooh, yay! Okay, Clark Peters. If you don't know who Clark Peters is, he is an actor who was on The Wire. He was on Treme. Um, he is a black gentleman, um, and he played Lester Freeman on The Wire. I forget his name on Treme, but he is handsome. He has... Um, I don't know, like a really mellow, calm energy about him. Um, I like Clark Peters, and um, I've been listening to this podcast called The Wire Stripped that, like, works through episodes of The Wire and whatever. It's not relevant, but anyways, it got Clark Peters on my mind. So he is he was in the running. I added him. Okay, next up. <laughs> this is going to be really hard for me to decide between because next up we have Michael McDonald. And I can't pan the camera, but I do have a framed picture of Michael McDonald on my wall uh, right next to me um, that Scott McNulty got me. And uh, I love Michael McDonald. I saw him in concert a couple years ago. He's still got it. He's actually, let me look at, because the picture on my wall is kind of older. He's better looking now than then because like, okay, when he was younger, he had salt and pepper hair and like a black beard and now it's all white and we know that's better. We like our mountaintops with snow on them. That's just how it is. That's just what we like here at um, Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality. Okay, next up. Come on. Oh, okay, okay. We have Mahershala Ali and... What? He was in a movie that I haven't seen. I have not seen the movie he was in. Was it Moonlight? I don't know. But he was on True Detective Season 3, 
which if you haven't seen it is really really good and it involves an all pink room so um i've actually communicated with the set decorator from true detective 3 about my room um humble brag uh anyways but mahershala ali plays the same character but like 25 years apart on that show and um he's an incredible actor and he is very handsome and he's gonna go up against hugh grant hugh grant dude fucking hugh grant am i right (sighs) makes you wish you were a tranny prostitute um for those of you who don't remember he got in trouble like 25 years ago for picking up uh, what would now be called a transsexual prostitute. Um, but back then, language was different. Um, but he, apparently he's still kind of like a poon hound. Like he shows up to like college rugby tournaments and will like go back to sororities and party with all the girls. And I, you know, listen, I'm in my 30s. So like, <laughs> does it bum me out when like hot daddies only date 19 year olds? A little bit, a little bit, but also like it shows like an air of immaturity because like what the fuck are you talking to a 19 year old about? What the fuck are you talking to a 19 year old about? Nothing, nothing. You aren't. Um, Just kidding. Some 19 year olds are smarter than grown adults. Um, Anyways. Yeah. So he's still kind of a a poon hound and he's real handsome, boyish, good looks, terribly British. Uh, Talk about your little Lord Fauntleroy. Um... That's all I have to say about Hugh Grant. I'm not, he's like not in my top list. Like if they're overly Caucasian, it's like, oh God, sit down. Like, cause I already live with myself. I look at myself in the mirror and it's like blonde hair, blue eyes. So I like a, you know, I like a little more, a uh, little darker t- skin tone, some darker hair. You know what I mean? Like it's all about different and exoticism to me. Uh, next up, Woody Harrelson. Now, Wood. I sexually objectify Woody Harrelson. I would not. I think he has little teeth. And um, if he weren't famous, you would think that he possibly has a drug problem. But uh, by all accounts, he's like the nicest human being in the entire world. Like he buys cars for production assistants. Like people who work in towns that he's filmed in are like, he gets to know everyone. He asks about their life. Like He's not, he's like a genuine warm person. He also smokes a lot of weed, I think. Um, If I wanted a dude to like take mushrooms and do a float tank with me, I might hit up Woody Harrelson. Um, Because he seems like that type of guy. He's real crunchy, real earthy. So that's cool. Ralphie, do you want to step into frame so people can see you or? No, he's real unnerved about the whole situation. All right. Colin Firth. Woody Harrelson is going up against Colin Firth. Colin Firth is the poor man's Hugh Grant. Um, But people love him. They loved Bridget Jones's diary. They loved a handsome man saying, I love you just the way you are. Um, And does anyone love anyone just the way they are? I don't know. Anyways, next up, Hugh Jackman who is rumored to be a closeted homosexual. He has a wife. And I think that people think he's gay just because his wife isn't that hot. Like, I honestly think, like, his wife is not a Hollywood 
beauty and he didn't divorce her when he got famous and like marry a hotter chick so they're just like well he must be gay like he must be gay because he's with this woman who looks like a normal woman like hashtag fag I don't know um but also he sings and dances and um apparently I think people think that makes you gay as well um but Hugh Jackman he's pretty handsome I like the greatest showman a lot probably way too much um I only listen to the soundtrack when I'm alone because I have self-respect. I, 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 I'm not going to do that in public. Sometimes people play it on the jukebox at my bar and it's just like, no, you, we, we're all, there's a lot of people who are secret musical theater kids at heart, but we don't show that side of us in public because we don't want to be beat up. And that's just the rules. Um, okay. Next up, Steve Coogan. Ooh, that's actually a good pairing. Jackman versus Coogan. Uh, they have similar vibes because the first time I did this before I made it official, I think what I did was I bracketed like kind of like even comparisons, you know. Um, but yeah, Co Jackman versus Coogan. I'm going to go Coogan. He's a comedian. Um, and as I said, I'm a chuckle fucker. Also, he is like he seems like he's probably like not very warm to his romantic partners and that's like kind of hot you know what I mean you know what I mean how like not like emotional abuse but like emotional indifference can drive a person wild um and that is why Frank and I are so in love because like Frank doesn't ultimately care about me that much and it drives me crazy um okay next up Michael Keaton and this is where it comes into play that we're voting on them as they are now and not in their heyday. Because I think everyone would do a heyday Michael Keaton. Everyone would hit that. Um, current day Michael Keaton might be a little more polarizing. Like, Michael Keaton went from being super, super hot to, like, he's kind of a slightly better looking version of Billy Crystal. I don't know what happened, but it's just aging changes a person. And it's why... It's why I date older men because you already know what they're going to look like when they get older. These 21-year-olds who get married, they're fucking up. You're fucking up. If you're out there and you're 21 and you're going to get married, you got to wait till you hit 30. Because the way people's looks change from 20 to 30, I mean, it's just, and I say this because, you know, everyone I used to hang out with in my early 20s is, they look like adults now. And that's gross. Um, so anyways... Um, stirring the pot, stirring the pot. Steve Buscemi versus Michael Keaton. Well, that'll be an interesting showdown. Um, Steve Buscemi, people might be hot for just in the way, like, have you ever known someone who's so weird? You kind of want to fuck them just to see what it's like, where it's like, you are such a fucking weirdo. I want to know how you fuck. Um, and so maybe people feel that way about Steve Buscemi. Maybe they've seen Ghost World and they, like, want to reenact that. I don't know. Um, but, uh, Ralphie is, like, terrified of the stirring of the pot. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see how Buscemi does. Okay, next up. Matthew McConaughey. He is someone that a lot of people like doesn't do it for me I don't like blondes I think he was a blonde now he's just like leather he's just like he's like tanned hide um and it's like stretched tight 
Um, but uh, so yeah, I'm not. I don't like blondes. Um, he is a good-looking person, but I feel like his personality just isn't attractive to me. Like, I don't think he's a bad person. I don't dislike him, but in terms of like, does it do anything for me sexually? And the answer is no. Like, if he opened his mouth, I'd be like, if you say one more word, I can't fuck you because you're being a real McConaughey right now. Oh, shit. This one I didn't cut in half. Oh, my God. I didn't cut these two names in half. And it's just there's two names on one strip. So I think I just have to dis... I have to... um. What do you call it? Disqualify them. So I'm sorry, guys. I fucked up. There's going to be no Rob Lowe or The Rock this year because I they're connected. Um, and we can't, there's no tag teams in March Dadness. Um, all right, next up. I feel like such a failure right now in case you were wondering, like, the sort of things that I beat myself up about is like, oh, my God, I didn't cut those two pieces of paper apart. Um, I'm the worst person ever. Uh, okay, Stephen Colbert. We're putting Stephen Colbert up against Matthew McConaughey. Um I'm going to go McConaughey. Colbert has that weird ear. He's some sort of religious fundamentalist in real life. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. I'm not into that. Um, He just looks like, you're like, oh, yeah, you're a Protestant. Um, Okay, next up. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is a handsome man and a good actor. He also suffers. I'm going to call it karate kid syndrome. Like, he looks like an adult boy. He looks like an adult boy. So I don't think that the Ruffalo does it. He doesn't ruffle me. You know what I mean? Um, All right. Going up against Mark Ruffalo. Jeremy Irons. Who, if I'm picturing the right person, also has Karate Kid Syndrome. So we have two boy men going up against each other. Unless I'm wrong about who Jeremy Irons is. But I think I know who it is. Um, Okay. Okay. Next up, Stephen Dorff, the poster child for Caucasian men. Um, yeah, he's, you know, he's a blonde guy, white guy, handsome guy, actor guy. And Stephen Dorff is going to go up against John Baptiste, who is a jazz musician and composer. And he's actually a little goofy looking, but in a way that is... Um, Intriguing if you like someone who has character to their face. Because why are you going to date someone who their face is like so boring? Like you just get tired of looking at it. Like you want there to be character and intrigue and interest because you're going to be staring at that face a lot. Um, Or you're going to do what most people in relationships do and just look at your own phones and not at each other. All right. Now I got to adjust so I can get towards the other bracket. All right. How fun for you guys. You guys are like, just tell us the daddy. Stop talking. But guess what? If you never listen to sex, drugs, and spirituality, that is what I do is I talk for an hour. Um, okay, next up, Chris Messina. Um, dude, who's Chris Messina? I don't think I remember who that is. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out who he is when I have to do the pictures for the voting brackets. Um, Which, uh, what did I say? Thursday, the 18th, voting goes live on my Instagram page. Next up, Zach's boyfriend, Timothy Oliphant, um, a.k.a. Raylan Givens, 
aka Sheriff whatever on Deadwood. Literally anytime I'm not at home, Zach is watching something with Timothy Oliphant. But <laughs> I don't know if, if the mic picked that up, but Zach is uh, cheering from the other room where he is watching this on his cell phone. Um, Timothy Oliphant is almost like too slender. Did you see him on The Mandalorian? He was very tiny. He's very thin. He's like Hollywood thin, which like it looks normal on screen. And then you see them in person and they're just like a little wisp of a human being. It's weird. Um, oh, okay. Next up. You can tell I've been um, revisiting The Wire because we have Dominic West. Dominic West played McNulty on The Wire, and he is currently on a show called The Affair, which I haven't seen. He is an attractive man, I guess. He's not really my type, but, like, women go crazy for him. And the thing about March Dadness is it's not about me. It's about you. It's, like, not... Is it a broad excuse for me to be horny on Maine? Yes, it is. It is a broad excuse for me to be horny on Maine. But it also is about you and your likes and your desires. So, you know, not all of these are people that I find attractive. They're people that you find attractive. Um, we're halfway through and still no appearance by Alex Jones. I'm getting a little worried. Okay. We have Colin Farrell going up against Dominic West. I'm going to go Farrell on that one. He's not really a piece for me, but over Dominic West, I'm going to go Farrell. Okay, okay. Next up, Ralph, this isn't about you. Uh, for people listening, Ralphie's trying to get in on the action. Uh, next up, we have Javier Bardem. He is a man people find attractive. He has a very low voice, which is exciting and manly. Um, not for me, but we'll see. We'll see. We may, but he may be paired up against someone else, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Bardem for sure. Uh, oh, nope. Bardem is going down because we have my boyfriend. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is, um, <clears throat> it's sad that Zach is watching this because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is my boyfriend. He is, I think, maybe the most handsome man in Hollywood. He's really something. Uh, and he's living out on a farm with his wife. Um, what's her name? She was an MTV VJ. And they're just like raising goats and farming in the country in between making movies. Hillary Burton. He married Hillary Burton, who is my age. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I think, is getting close to 50. And so it's just like sad when people who are like me but better than me get to have lives that are like mine but better than mine. Um, but Zach is working on going gray, and maybe one day he can become my Jeffrey Dean. Uh, next up, we have Peter Gallagher, king of the eyebrows. Um, dude from the OC. He will always be the dad from to what is that movie with Michelle Pfeiffer and um I'll never remember it to Jillian on her 32nd birthday it's a movie where this kid's mom dies and then I don't know it's like one of those kitchen sink dramas that for whatever reason I like was obsessed with when I was a child like I was nine years old and being like mom can we rent to Jillian on her 32nd birthday again and I don't really know why I liked movies like that when I was little but I was like the mirror has two faces. Sign me up. Um, okay, next up. Tom Hanks versus Peter Gallagher. That's going to be a tough one. 
And in a lot of ways, Tom Hanks is like too friendly. He's almost like a Mr. Rogers where you don't want to sexualize him. But um, we'll see. I can't read the comments, so we'll see later like what people say about Tom Hanks. If they could like, I don't know, you know, show him the business. Um, <clears throat> next up, a much steamier Tom, Tom Selleck. I would let you know that he could be one of the three men and I would be his little lady because Tom Selleck is a fucking piece. He hasn't really aged, but the aging he has done has been to perfection. Um, so Tom Selleck is a pretty good pick and he's going up against Morgan Freeman. And Morgan Freeman does not do it for me. So I'm going to go Selleck on that one. Like, does anyone, does anyone want to fuck Morgan Freeman? Maybe his wife. Maybe his wife. I don't know. He's just not a sexual being to me. Um, next up, we have Pierce Brosnan. And he is in the same category as Hugh Grant and Colin Firth. He is a generic Caucasian British hottie. Um, like, and here's the thing. I act like I'm like, oh, yeah, he's not all that. But like, if I saw someone that good looking in person, I would stumble over my words talking to them. Like that is what would happen. So uh, all these people that I'm like, not that hot. Like, listen, I would fucking, I would be nervous to even see a human being that good looking in person, let alone a human being that good looking who is also famous. So um, yeah, Pierce Brosnan is a piece. He's still a piece. Um... And he's going to go up against Patrick Dempsey. That's actually a really good pairing. Those are pretty equal. Remember that movie? Um, oh, my gosh. I'm not. Th this is like an exhibition of like my mom. I call it mom brain when you're, you just can't even remember your own kids' names. Um, that movie when he was a teenager and Patrick Dempsey was a pizza delivery boy. And then like he fucked the ladies. Like if they ordered a pizza with extra anchovies, um, it meant they wanted to get like fucked and he would deliver it and then he would fuck them um that's kind of fun that's kind of fun I had a friend who used to buy cocaine at a was it a Taco Bell I want to say it's a Taco Bell drive-thru and if you went through the drive-thru and just ordered a small fright or small small sprite it meant you wanted cocaine and um that is the beauty of America honestly is that you, people find ways to um conduct business without the man superseding and you can just sit in your car and you can get your uh your cocaine in a taco bell drive-thru also i had a friend who was a weed delivery guy and he um at least once fucked a client like they invited him in and like basically he was like she made a man out of me like like I, he was like i was sexually insecure and then this lady like you know showed me the business, like trained me how to please a woman. Um, and that's fun. That's fun. I think I dropped some names, so I just put them back in. Um, okay. Next up. Dolph Lundgren. How exciting. Dolph Lundgren um, is still hot and still super buff. Like, it's weird when dudes are like 78 and they're just like ripped. And I'm not talking about in shape. Like, everyone should be in shape. Like, an in-shape old dude is one thing, but when they look like bodybuilders <laughs> and there's this fucking crepe paper stretched over muscles, um, like Geraldo, Geraldo Rivera, like 
He's not on the list, but I'll add him to the list. He can be in the running next year. Like, it's that weird old man, huh? The Jack Villain. Um, All right. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is going up against Bernie Sanders. And I think that Bernie is going to sweep that running just because not a lot of people are familiar with Dolph Lundgren, let alone what he looks like now. My listeners are on the younger side. Um, but also people are obsessed with Bernie in all facets because to um, a generation who have been financially crippled by um, the U.S. medical system and student debt, uh, the things that he offers that he, um, you know, wanted to get for us, they make us wet. Let's be real. Let's be real. The idea that I would not have crippling student loan debt and spend $15,000 a year on healthcare, um, that does sound great. That sounds great. And that does get me wet. Like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more about Medicaid for all. Um, next up, Ryan Reynolds. And that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I don't know. I've never seen a Deadpool movie. I think the only thing I've seen of him is um, Waiting. I think that's it. I think that's all I know. Of. Oh, meh, yeah, maybe. Maybe I've seen another one. Uh, I think there was a movie where he wore a fat suit that I might have seen. Um, and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, stop it, you guys. Ryan Reynolds is going up against Paul Reiser. And I swear to fucking God, if you guys vote for Paul Reiser over Ryan Reynolds. Are, are you even my friends? Are you even my friends? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, dude. I never like had a thing for young Paul Reiser, but then he did that show Red Oaks on Amazon. And I was like, when did Paul Reiser get hot? And he has like a dad belly and silver hair. And he's kind of mean. I love it. Um, I rise for Reiser. Okay, next up we have Matt Damon, and he is from the city of Boston. Um, that's all I know about him. He looks like a dude. He's a blonde, so you know I'm not. I don't have a lot of uh, whatever. And he's gonna go up against John Cusack, and John Cusack is another one of Zach's crushes. Um, he calls him John Cute Sack. And what they have is very special. However, um, John Cusack, who by all accounts seems to be a really great person, and he did a lot of work during the Black Lives Matter protests, and um, that's great, but he isn't aging well, and I think it's because he dyes his hair black, like to cover up his grays. And it looks really bad because he has a pale complexion. I think he's had a slight brow lift. And then he has this jet black hair. And it just doesn't. It's off-putting, to be honest. And Like, men should not dye their hair because it makes them look weird. Um, but particularly if, like, you're 50 and you have jet black hair. Like, okay, first of all, no one... No one over the age of, like, 28 should use boxed hair dye because it looks like shit. Because your hair needs dimension. It just does. Boxed hair, hair dye looks like shit. And John Cusack's hair looks like he uses L'Oreal Feria in blue-black. And it makes him look odd. Um, Alright, next up. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis isn't really on my radar, but he is a piece. He's super masculine. He's an action star. And that's 
what we want in a daddy. We want a strong, powerful daddy to protect us and tell us when we've been bad. And I think Bruce Willis might be the guy to do that. So that's exciting. Um, okay. Dude, there's still no Alex Jones. Did Like, I'm starting to think maybe, like, Zach pulled it out of the pot. Um, I know there's going to be, like, 50 daddies who don't make the cut. But, like, I was really rooting for Alex Jones, uh, who's the angry daddy that I think some people want. Okay. Bruce Willis is going up against Jason Statham, who I think is an action star. Uh, up until like a year ago, I thought Jason Statham was a football player. Um, so clearly I've never seen any of his movies, but he is apparently an attractive person that enough people requested that he made it into the running. So we have action star versus action star in Willis versus Statham. And I'm going to go with um, Willis on this just because he's older. So like if you ever, if you're ever at a crossroads in voting, just vote for whoever's older because the, the older, the hotter. Um, that's just, I don't make the rules, but those are the rules. All right. Next up. Oh, guys, I manifested it. I manifested it. We have angry heart attack waiting to happen. Alex Jones. Just, you know, if you get wet hearing someone scream about how um, a school shooting was a false flag, Alex Jones is your guy. Alex Jones is your guy. If you want someone to have a heart attack on top of you during intercourse, Alex Jones all the way. Okay. <laughs> and he's going to go up against David Duchovny, who people love. People get wet for David Duchovny. He doesn't do much for me, and I'll tell you why. This is this is the torture of, like, having been to art school or, like, being someone who thinks visually as you notice things and they drive you crazy. And, like, so it's difficult to even look at myself in the mirror. Um, like, j just so, like, everyone knows, like, my judgment doesn't stop at other people. Like, it's it starts and stops with judging me, but then sometimes there's spill off onto other human beings. And here is my judgment for David Duchovny. The space between his lip and his chin is too narrow. Do you understand? So it's like his lip is sitting on the bottom of his face. He has a short, this section of his face needs to be longer and it's not and it drives me nuts. And so when I look at him, it just looks like his his skull is, is, was just made with a clenched jaw. And that was that was God's mistake. But he's a handsome man. And um, if you want someone who is a sex addict who will treat you like, um, well, basically just like a hole, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they'll fuck anything, and they will definitely have a wife that they're cheating on when they do that with you. I think that Duchovny's your guy. Um, okay, next up. <laughs> Tim Allen. Is Tim Allen sexy? I don't know. He's gotten less unsexy with age and you have to be impressed by a man who has created a whole career over making the noise did I do that right I don't know it's been like 20 years since I saw home improvement but he made an entire career out of one vocal sound so that's impressive all right Gary Oldman the nice thing about Gary Oldman is that he has the phrase old man in his name so, like, by that virtue alone, he kind of wins versus Tim Allen because it's like, okay, Tim Allen, do I remember him? Gary Oldman, 
Gary Oldman. Yeah, vote for the old man. I think also Gary Oldman is better, is older. So um, when in doubt, vote for the oldest. Next up, Kevin Costner, who is, I think, looks better now than he did when he was younger because the man has always had a struggle bus hairline like his hairline has been struggling for 30 years but when you get older that seems more in place so like a 25 year old with a struggle bus hairline you're like ooh, ugh, uh, why did you choose to make a movie called water world where your hair would be wet for two hours and we would just see your fucking skull um because that is most of water world is um kevin Costner um, being rude to people and then being wet and you're just like that was a bad decision because you have like five hairs on the top of your head um, but now that he's old it, it seems more in place it looks so sometimes you just have to like age into it like if you have big old hips when you're 12 you're like oh my god I have such big hips why is puberty so cruel but like when you get to be a 35 year old woman big hips look nice it just is what it is you just have to find not not every age is the right time for someone okay next up I'm super excited about this one Billy Ray Cyrus and you might think that I put this on here as a joke um because Billy Ray Cyrus had one hit song and then people treated him like a joke for forever. But have you seen Billy Ray Cyrus recently? Did you see the video that he did with Little Nas X? Because Billy Ray Cyrus is a fucking piece. He is fucking hot. He does he dress kind of like a SoCal douchebag with like fitted jeans with embellished pockets like a 2007 SoCal douchebag like a little bit a little bit he does but Billy Ray Cyrus is a fucking piece now who knew we never saw it coming when I first saw him on TV when I was in like first grade I would not have said you know 25 years from now I'm gonna want to fuck that man but here we are here we are a lot of things change with time next up Ewan McGregor he is a man with a cleft chin who has been in movies. He, I don't know. I've seen the Star Wars prequels, I think. But I can't say that I've seen anything else with him in it. But he's handsome, I guess. Okay, next up. Tony Robbins, who is an old man who is seven feet tall and super broad-shouldered and buff. He's also a grifter. Um, I do not care for any self-help guru. I think they're predatory and I think it's really creepy. And listen, has he helped people? Maybe. Has he fleeced people? Definitely. And I just, I'm not a group activity person. I'm not a joiner. So the concept of someone saying, you have to pay me to come sit in a room with a bunch of other people. It sounds like the worst idea ever. Like come to this seminar. It'll change your life. Yeah, it'll remind me how much I don't like fucking sitting in rooms full of people listening to some asshole speak. I grew up going to church like six days a week. And I think that's like, I got my fill. I got my fill. I don't, uh, anyone on a pulpit anymore, I'm like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. What the, it's just this sort of like malignant narcissism. The like sociopathy that it takes to be someone who's like, 
uh, yeah, I deserve to be on a pulpit and people will then watch me and pay me money for that. Um, by the way, subscribe to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality on Patreon. It's $1 a month. Totally unrelated to that. Um, just give me $1 a month and you get the exclusive content, the stuff that we don't want people to hear for free. Rob Love Raw, the things he doesn't want his employer to hear. And whatever the fuck else I do on there. Oh, the shroom casts. Those are great. I take mushrooms and podcasts. And um, that's worth a dollar, right? Collectively, that's $12 a year. You know you want it, you fucking pod pigs. Okay, next up. Jeff Goldblum. He is a man that most people find attractive. He has the nebbishy Jewish thing going for him. I guess that's cool. I don't know. Something is not right in the water with him for me. I don't like it. I don't. Some, I'm sometimes just like... Is being weird, like your whole personality, like you just are weird for the, weird for the sake of weird. Um, that's a Simpsons reference, which is a show that used to be good. Um, Jeff Goldblum is going up against John Stamos. Now, John Stamos. <sighs> John Stamos is a fucking piece. He's super fucking hot. He's obsessed with Disney parks, dating back to his time on Full House. He would spend his time at Disney parks. And then he married a woman who is a model who's famous for doing Disney bounding and they honeymooned at Disney World. Is it extra? Is it extra? Is it something that's really nerdy to outsiders? Yes, it is. Did he buy the giant D that used to be the like in the the street sign for the Disneyland Hotel? He did. So what I'm saying is John Stamos is not only hot, he owns a giant D. Um, okay. <laughs> that's a penis joke. Okay. Um, next up, Patrick Stewart. Is he our first totally bald daddy? I guess Bruce Willis is bald, but I think he has hair and he just has the dignity to shave it because he's balding. Uh, Patrick Stewart is, he is the same color as most scrotums. And, um, he is a classically trained Shakespearean actor known for his work on Star Trek. And finally, and I'm so sad about this because I have a whole bucket of daddies that aren't going to see the light of day. So, uh, final daddy entering the ring, another one of Zach's boyfriends, Anthony Starr, who is from um, this horrible show called Banshee that we watched. And also, I think a show called The League that's about superheroes, question mark. Um, and he's a good looking man who has a dent in his forehead. Um, but I think he's probably going to mop the floor with Patrick Stewart just on account of having hair. So I'm so sad now. I'm so sad. I just, there's so many Sam Elliott, Sam Elliott, Ray Fiennes, Keanu Reeves, Ben Affleck, Larry David, John Cryer, Adrian Brody. Do we have to wait till next year to see these daddies compete? God damn it. We do. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in to the Instagram live and, uh, for the podcast listeners, thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Sydney DeLorean so that you can vote. Um, cause the votes go up in my stories and you have 24 hours to vote. We're going to launch them on Thursday, which is also the first day of March madness. And it's just, Voting's really important. If there's anything we learned this year, it's the importance of voting and making your voice heard. And um, this way, we won't have any mail-in ballot debacles because you'll be voting on Instagram. 
and I will be posting every day the winners from the previous day and et cetera, et cetera. And so this is me reminding you to have a happy hump day and thanks for tuning in.